0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! It! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, backs him for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. away I back and kissed myself! Oh my time! City assassin does it again. Another week in the books. We are getting that much closer to training camp. Regular season is coming up too, but training camp is right around the corner. But we're going to take a break from talking bulls specifically because we've kind of done a lot of the same stuff here lately. We've got some interesting developments that could impact not only the NBA, but also college basketball as a whole. That came out this week. We're going to talk about the potential end of the one-and-done rule and what it means for both the NBA and college hoops. Glad you could join us here on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. I am your host, Nick Schultz. We are getting closer and closer to the season. College football is in full swing. The NFL is getting rolling. The Bears look shaky. Against the Packers, but we're gonna t- we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a seismic change that could be coming to the NBA and college basketball as we know it. What could it mean for the draft? What could it mean for development? We're going to talk about it all, but before we do, I have to tell you about our great friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball. Did you know Aaron Judge is one home run away from Roger Maris? You can bet on that. At Online. you've also got NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting to props and futures. What are you waiting for? Head to Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 You receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to get that 50% welcome bonus only at BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Another reminder, shop.believe.com, we have an official t-shirt of the show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, it's kind of a campaign style t-shirt, it's appropriate because the election's coming around the corner. Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, available exclusively at the Believe shop, they've got a lot of other great stuff there too, but that is the official t-shirt of this show. So let's look big picture here. A couple days ago, Sham Sharania, friend of the show, friend of mine, proud Loyola Chicago graduate, put out a story, and the headline reads, NBA, NBA PA, which is the Players Association, is expected to agree to the end of the one and done rule, change draft age to 18 in the next collective bargaining agreement per sources. Now this is a big deal. This is a very big deal. Because the current rules say No one can go to the NBA until they're 19 and a year out of high school. Well, going to 18 would wipe that away. That's why you see some of these guys, they go to the NBA G League, Ignite, you see kids play in college for a year and then declare for the draft. With this change, whenever it happens, and that's one thing we're going to talk about, whenever it happens, players can go straight from high school to the pros. LeBron James did it, Kobe Bryant did it. I've got a couple other names I'm going to read for you that could have done it if they wanted to, but the rule was in place. This is going to change everything. I mean, Zion Williamson, for example, did not need to go to Duke for a year to be the number one pick in the NBA draft. And I'm going to read you some names that could have even this year foregone a year of college basketball and instead gone straight to the NBA from high school. But let's do more on this change this could happen as early as 2024 now we're coming up on the 2023 nba draft after this season so that means this year's nba draft things are staying the same and this all started in 2005 and this is from shams's report in the athletic quote the nba set the draft age limit at 19 years old in 2005 team owners and front office executives couldn't help themselves from investing high draft picks and tens of millions of dollars in teenagers straight out of high school there were a bunch of success stories Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, LeBron James, and Dwight Howard can attest to that, among many others. However, not everybody coming out of high school was as good as those players, and some were busts in the NBA. So the league's solution was to make them wait one more year before reaching the NBA and earning millions of dollars, sparking the term, the one-and-done rule. Now, a lot has changed since then. That was 2005, that was 17 years ago now, by the way. It'll be 18 years ago this coming draft. Since then. Players in college can now make money off their name, image, and likeness. And you're seeing that impact things already. Oscar Sheebway, National Player of the Year at Kentucky this past year, he wasn't going to be necessarily an early first-round draft pick. So he's going back to Kentucky, and he's signing NIL deals. Trace Jackson Davis at Indiana could be an NBA player. He could be an NBA player right now. Instead, he's opting to go back to college, play at Indiana again, and profit off NIL. There are also players in college taking advantage of the transfer portal, and when I say taking advantage, I don't mean using it in a bad way. I'm saying do this to increase their profile. You've got, say, Pete Nance played at Northwestern this past year, looked really solid, looked like a good piece going forward. All of a sudden, he enters the transfer portal. He's going to North Carolina, where he's not only going to contribute as a veteran presence on a team that literally made the national championship this past year, he's also going to increase his draft stock in the process. This is why the one and done rule is going the way of the dodo because you've got NIL, you've got the transfer portal and this is going to have a major impact on college basketball and I'm going to list a few reasons why a little later but let's talk from an NBA perspective here. You heard the counter arguments. Maybe these kids aren't ready coming out of high school. Maybe they need a year to develop and play on a big play on a big stage in college or in the G League before going to play in the NBA. That's one argument for it and I see that point. However, now you can get these kids out of high school, directly out of high school, and you can develop them in your system. Send them to the G League for a year if you want, if you're worried about development. And that's what the G League is for. There are different directions you can go with this. And I point back to you. The big example for me, most recent example that did not need to go to college for a year is Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson coming out of high school, top-ranked recruit for a reason, unreal athlete. You saw it, uh, you saw it at Duke. But he did not need to play that year under Mike Krzyzewski to be the number one pick in the draft. He could have been the number one pick directly out of high school. There are other names here. Matt Norlander from CBS Sports listed a bunch of names. These are players that could have gone straight to the NBA, most likely, without needing to play at college. Maybe you've heard of some of them. Kevin Durant, Greg Oden. Yes, I know what happened to Greg Oden, but bear with me here. Eric Gordon, Michael Beasley, Derrick Rose, Kevin Love, Drew Holiday, DeMar DeRozan, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Derrick Favors, Lance Stevenson, Kyrie Irving. There are a lot of names on this list. Most recent examples on here, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Suggs, Chet Holmgren, Paolo Banchero, Anthony Edwards, R.J. Barrett. These are players that did not need to go to college. They could have been NBA ready. Now, there are some years where... College is down a little bit. You don't know who the number one pick's going to be, and you just have to wait and see the season. But as we sit here now, let's look at the 2023 mock drafts because, yes, we already have mock drafts out for the 2023 season. They're way too early mock drafts. CBS Sports released one in June. The top two picks is a player out of France and someone who's committed to the G League Ignite. And then the third pick is someone out of college. This could be a down year for college basketball in that regard. But if you have a highly rated player who, right now, according to this, is my day job, I work at On Three, we do college recruiting coverage. DJ Wagner is the number one recruit in the country. I have not seen DJ Wagner play, but you look at some of these rankings, there are times you say, okay, if he's the number one player in the country, what's he need to go to college for? And as I look across all the recruiting sites, he is the number one ranked player going on three in ESPN number two player on 24-7, number three player on rivals. Isaiah Collier is another one. He's going to college, it looks like. Number two player at on three, number one player 24-7. These are the types of players that you can look at as they're maybe looking at colleges. They could be looking at the NBA instead. And then let's look at the college basketball perspective. Now you don't have all this turnover. You can't tell me that some of these players could have benefited from a few more years of college. Patrick Williams was a one-and-done player at Florida State. Kobe White was a one-and-done player at North Carolina. Those are the most recent examples from a Bulls perspective of players that only played in college for one year, and then they were high draft picks, and now they're developing in the NBA. I just want to localize that, because teams take one-and-done players early on in the draft all the time. You see it at Kentucky and Duke are the two biggest programs tied to one-and-done players. Chet Holmgren out of Gonzaga. That is a rarity at Gonzaga, by the way. You don't see too many one-and-done players. I mean, yeah, Jalen Suggs did too, but you don't see, compared to Kentucky, Duke, UNC, the, these big-time programs, and you see some of these players like your Oscar Sheewe, your Trace Jackson Davises that go back. In the era of NIL, if and when they do away with the one-and-done rule, Players can make a choice now. It's not all about, okay, I can go make money in the NBA and I can't in college. Now it's, okay, can I make money off my name, image, and likeness at college and develop and then try the NBA? Because going straight to the NBA would be betting on yourself and saying, okay, I'm ready for this. If you're hesitant at all, you had the fallback of, okay, if I want to make some money here before going to the NBA, if I want to learn what to do with all this money before I go to the NBA, I can go to college. And then the question becomes, what does college do to offset this? Because right now it's one year and you're done if you want. And from there, it's kind of play by ear. You can go after two years. You can go after three years. In college football and college baseball, now college baseball is different. Because college baseball, you can declare for the MLB draft out of high school. If you don't, you go to college, you got to play three years. College football, you cannot go straight to the NFL out of high school. You got to go three years. If I'm the NCAA, there are a lot of things I'd do different if I was the NCAA. But if I was the NCAA, I would follow a similar model. Okay, the NBA is going to allow players to declare for the draft out of high school. You can do that, or you can commit to a college and play three years. And I think that has plenty of benefits. Yes, it ties them down for three years. If they think they're ready after one year, that's where the transfer portal comes into play. But they can stay at their programs, these coaches can build these programs to sustain. You don't see, you see sustainability from a recruiting top recruits, get them one and done, get more top recruits, maybe get some transfers in. If this happens, if they do like I'm saying here and say three years, let's say they get a Paulo Banquero, who maybe isn't ready for the NBA out of high school, plays three years. That's a piece you build around for three years. And then you bring in some of these recruits And all of a sudden, if you can get enough recruits and transfers coming in, because transfers happen, you're going to be able to bring in more players year after year, then you have something special. And this can happen across the board. I'm not just talking about your blue bloods. This can even trickle down toward your, you know, Big East, your Atlantic 10s, your American athletics. This is what I'm talking about. This can have monster changes across the NBA and college basketball. And I think this is going to be a good thing. I have been advocating for the end of the one-and-done rule for a few years now, and I've been kind of pushing for this, let's make them go three. Either let them go out of high school, or you play three years in college. That's what I would do. And again, if I was the NCAA, there's a lot of things I would do differently. I would have had NIL in place years ago. But now NIL is here, the transfer portal is here, and the one-time transfer rule is here. There are a lot of changes from 18 years ago, 17 years ago, this is why you do away with the one and done. I think it's going to benefit both sides. I think it can change strategies for the better, whether it be NBA teams drafting, whether it be college teams building their rosters. If you agree with me, disagree with me, send me a tweet at Schultz underscore seven. I love talking about this stuff. That's why I wanted to spend this whole episode talking about it, because this is a big deal from two different perspectives, and I bring the college perspective from what I do with on three, And this is just really, really interesting stuff. Again, this won't happen until 2024, at the earliest it sounds like, whenever the next CBA is. But we need to start talking about what it will mean because if this is happening and it sounds like it is, then this is going to have a ripple effect across the NBA and college basketball as we know it. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. Please subscribe to the pod. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're here every Wednesday. Training camps around the corner, people. We are getting closer and closer. We will hear from our tourist, Carter We will hear from Mark Eversley. We will hear from Billy Donovan. We will get more updates on Lonzo Bald's knee. And the last updates haven't been great, but we're going to find out more and more. The season's fast approaching. Bear with us. We're getting there. Until next time, stay, stay, stay healthy. See you back here next Wednesday. Have an awesome week, everybody.